Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life, plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hey everybody, Dee Dee here for San Francisco Damn. This is your show for Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. I'm calling this again Windy Wednesday because the wind is pretty breezy out there. It's nice weather. It's been in the 60s today. So guys, if you didn't know, I am here and I started this platform, San Francisco Damn, to demystify the dystopian experience of of living in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco, California. That's why I am here. That's why I started this platform three years ago. Just so you can understand, because when you think about San Francisco and what you have heard, you rarely hear the perspective from somebody like me, a sexist, womanist, bohemian, award-winning mixed-media cult artist living in San Francisco for decades. You do not get that POV. What's coming out of San Francisco is more like a hard-left megaphone or maybe a damsel in distress feminist POV where they are centered and crying about neighborhoods they don't live in. To me, that's not the authentic San Francisco. So I'm here to bring you my perspective of authenticity. You saw the subject line. When I started this platform, I told you about the doom loop. I came from day one talking about the junkie apocalypse. A junkie is a mentally ill drug addict talking about how the city is allowing these sick drug addicts to live on the sidewalk like dogs. Nobody was presenting it like me. Since then, I'm proud to say my talking points have been appropriated and watered down. Well, that is what people do and more power to them. So here we are, three years later, we had a San Francisco that was deeply in denial. When I came to Twitter, now Twitter is a San Francisco town square. In fact, Twitter was a San Francisco activist organization before Elon Musk took over. Yes, Twitter was an activist organization for the hard left-wing progressives. It is not that anymore. Now Twitter is more of a free speech platform as far as you're going to get that. It's not really free speech, but it's freer than it was when it was a hard left wing group of monkeys. And I told the truth. Now, I live in the Tenderloin District. In San Francisco, the snobs and the smugs who are segregated, and San Francisco is so small, they would like to look their nose down on the Tenderloin. It is a 50 square block district. It's a vibrant district sometimes gritty, sometimes grotesque, working class people, immigrants, students, interns, techies, restaurant owners, bar owners, vibrant restaurant scene. It's, it has been hollowed out like the entire city. So the point I'm making is I personally am not living in a slum. Currently, I am living better than 99.9% .9 of black people on the planet. So I reject any sort of snobbery. And speaking of the snobs, it's amazing what three years can do to a city. 
San Francisco has been tenderloined. Now the tenderloin was the containment zone for shenanigans. San Francisco proper. <laughs> San Francisco, the city, is now a containment zone for shenanigans. The snobs who were very adamant that it wouldn't come to their doorstep. Ciao. Woo. The doom loop has been foisted on the public mainly because of hard left-wing progressive pro-crime nutjobs. The hard left-wing nutjobs cannot debunk reality anymore. I give them credit. They use the same lunatic talking points, hard left-wing progressives, pro-crime. When people would talk about crime, now me, when I came to the scene on Twitter, demystifying the tenderloin, they would say, oh, that's just in the Tenderloin. That's just over there. Again, San Francisco is seven miles by seven miles. It's a criminal's playground. There are junkies that come from all over America. They leave their homes. They're living with their parents. They come out here because they know they can play the city, live on the sidewalk, and act like crazy assholes. There, I said it. Now, the doom loop. Suddenly, a flip switched. It's okay for people to admit what I said three years ago, that San Francisco has fallen. Children, we had an ex-fire commissioner that got his head cracked open, protecting his mother's property in the elite Marina District. The Marina District. Just listening to Marina, what do you visualize? Some place by the water that's safe and expensive. Yeah. He got his head cracked open by a junkie living in a trash pile outside his mama's house in a multi-million dollar district. There was a white security guard who got killed by a young black shoplifting boy in Japantown. We recently, if you didn't hear about it, there was another security guard shooting. This time the security guard killed a looter at a downtown Walgreens. At least one-third of retail in downtown San Francisco has up and left. Nordstrom, the famous store Nordstrom, as in Nordstrom Rack, they are leaving downtown San Francisco. The doom loop is real, and now it's going to get pimped. Now it's okay to say San Francisco is effed up. Now how can we make money telling y'all San Francisco is effed up? And that's where we're at. The joy circuit of the doom loop. All the journalists will be coming out to San Francisco, walking up and down dystopian Market Street. By the way, they'll walk by the Trinity Whole Foods, which was on Market Street between 7th and 8th. Junkies closed that place down. The mentally ill drug addicts closed it down. They had to call uh, police almost 600 times, and the place was only open a year. Somebody died of a drug overdose in a bathroom of a Whole Foods. And this Whole Foods was built on the bottom of a brand new glass tower. The doom loop is real and it's going to get pimped. So you will be reading more articles. All sorts of writers will be coming out here. You will be seeing documentaries. You will be seeing TV shows telling you what I told you three years ago. 
about dystopian San Francisco. I take San Francisco personally. This is a city that embraced me when I came out here as a very young, green, enthusiastic, skinny little girl. This is a city that allowed me to make all the art I wanted. This is a city that bestowed upon me many awards. This is a city that basically never said no to me artistically. Sometimes I wouldn't get a grant or three or four. <laughs> you got to lose sometime. This is a city that gave me a Best of San Francisco award for having the best public cable access TV show in San Francisco. This is a city that used to be a great artistic bohemian city. So I take personally what has been allowed to happen to San Francisco. I take it personally. And I'd like to say to my Tenderloin police officers who are listening, dear officer, you left me some voice messages and a couple of them sounded robotic. I don't know where you were speaking, but I couldn't get the audio. So I have two short clips that you left for me. So if you would please leave me more voice messages because I want to share with you guys the perspective of the Tenderloin police officers here. And I like police officers. I like police officers better than liberals. And by the way, new listeners, I am not a Republican. Nothing wrong with Republicans. Right now, I like them better than Democrats. Living in San Francisco, I like Republicans better than Democrats. I am politically independent. I want to put that out there. Get ready for the doom loop joy circuit. It's coming your way. You're going to get an earful. You'll be reading day and night. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. <laughs>